0: End. Episode 34. May 4th. Random Locker Search. Good morning, North Murphy High. It is Tuesday, May 4th, and here are your morning announcements. First of all, from us here at the front office, and I'm sure the rest of us here at North Murphy High, I'd like to take a moment to thank Nada and Presley for putting together the memorial service for Bonnie yesterday. You ladies did a beautiful job, and I know Bonnie would have really loved those flowers you put out, as well as the little bow ties you put on all her animals. That was really sweet of you, so thank you both for that. Okay, before we get into any of the other announcements, we have here a letter from Camila, our student body president, regarding the events of the past week and a half, as well as instructions on going forward. Just so we're all on the same page here. The letter reads, Dear Fellow Students of North Murphy High, In this time of chaos and uncertainty, I've been so impressed at how you've managed to come together to survive and thrive in this new world. We, each and every one of us, have lost a lot, have battled both figurative and literal horrors, and come through ever stronger for it. So it is with shock and a heavy, heavy heart that I must bring to you our findings. Though we have few clues and little concrete evidence at this time as to who Bonnie's killer was, all the evidence we do have points to the most likely option that the killer was one of our own. I know that this is not what any of us wants to hear, But, as we have found no evidence to the contrary, no signs of entry from another survivor, no indication that this was the work of the mutants or that of the feral children, we must accept the possibility that this vicious attack came from within. It is with this that we came to the difficult decision on how to proceed. We took a vote and it was unanimous. Bonnie's death will not go unaddressed. She was not taken from us by one of the natural disasters of the apocalypse. Her death was not part of the chaos. It was planned. It was carried out with thought and knowledge and foresight. And that makes the perpetrator very, very dangerous for the remainder of the student body to be around. We will not sit by and let our fellow students be taken from us. We will find out who did this, and that person or persons will be brought to justice. I and the rest of the Student Council ask for your assistance and cooperation during this difficult time, as we endeavor to get to the bottom of this, and we ask for your understanding, as this will not be easy on any of us. Sincerely, Camila, Student Body President, on behalf of the North Murphy High Student Council. All right, that brings me to the next announcement one I'm sure isn't going to go over all that great. I'm sure many of you have figured it out by now, but the first order of business that the student council has put through in regards to uncovering Bonnie's killer is random locker searches. I'm sure you've seen my best friend Blake in the halls with his clipboard and the big list of locker combinations that Hannah has been keeping track of. Now, I know most of us have nothing to hide, Or, if we do, it's something completely unrelated to this tragedy, and more likely has to do with those of you who have little greenhouses running in your lockers. Yeah, guys, we know about those. You're not exactly subtle. Your lockers are glowing, for heaven's sake. But we don't care about that. All we want to do is find Bonnie's killer. I'm sure you can understand that. So... I don't want to hear any whining about personal property or the right to privacy, okay? If you have a problem, take it up with Bonnie's murderer when they're caught, okay? And since we all know it's going to happen, Devon, before you start some sort of stupid protest or letter-writing campaign against having your locker searched, guess what? I made sure they did yours first. That's right. All those overdue library books that you swore up in town you'd never borrowed in the first place? We found them. I have them now. Shockingly, they were in your locker the whole time. Who knew, right? So, before you start complaining, just remember, your overdue fines are now being tallied by Hannah as we speak, and since money is useless in the apocalypse, you might want to think about reacting politely to this little setback. Okay? Okay. Alright, back to the topic at hand. Random locker searches. As I said, Blake will be going through the school with several other members of the student council to randomly search and report back on any suspicious items found in the lockers. So, if you had anything to do with this tragedy, I suggest you speak up now, because we are going to find you, and when we do, you are going to pay for what you did to Bonnie. In other news, the cafeteria menu this week, after we finish all those delightful little sandwiches that Presley and Neda served up at the memorial yesterday, will be as follows potato soup, corn soup, frozen mixed vegetables, and fresh bread. Now, the fresh bread really isn't going to be what you're picturing, as it appears that after the cafeteria staff made all those little sandwiches for the memorial, well, we're running pretty low on yeast. So, until we distract Sid and Clarence from their latest science experiment to see if they know a way to make it multiply without wasting and or killing it, well, the bread is going to be pretty flat. Just eat it carefully and try not to chip any teeth, okay? And Hans, you are not allowed to use the bread as a frisbee. Got it? Good.
1: Sammy, hey, Sammy, can you hear me?
0: Show? Yeah, I I, I can hear you. But where are you? You were supposed to be in the office this morning and you never showed up.
1: Of course I showed up, Sammy. How else would I have switched out the baby monitors? Honestly.
0: Uh, Okay, I guess you're right. Which brings me to my next question. What the heck are you doing with the baby monitor?
1: Well, you know, I, I, I thought since we would all been through such a hard time lately, I'd do my part to bring the light and joy to everyone's life. What? Well, first I thought I'd assist with locker searches.
0: Let me guess. Blake said no? Oh,
1: he said hell no. Uh, uh, and then he told me to get back to a safe distance, or else he would have me written up. Honestly, Sammy, I know he's your best friend and all, but Blake has gotten really uptight lately.
0: So, he's been put in charge of a task force to help solve Bonnie's murder. How exactly do you think he should be acting? It's not exactly a fun job.
1: Okay, yeah, fair point. Um, anyway, I thought that since they wouldn't let me help, maybe I could still bring a little, you know, joy into the, the, the situation by sharing some of the more interesting findings, you know, as they're found. What? I'm going to tell you about all the weird stuff we found in people's lockers. Sound good?
0: Um, so, I know I said people should be helpful and cooperative, but I really don't think they're going to be all that happy if you're telling the entire school all about their stuff. Excellent.
1: All right, to start off with, we've got our beloved student body president herself, who, quite honestly, has a way messier locker than I ever expected. Uh, seriously, Camila, how do you get anything done? How do you find anything? All of your stuff is just in one huge pile, and... Oh. So that's where the book went. Show. Yeah?
0: Remember that conversation we had last summer?
1: Probably not, but go on.
0: The one about the book, and how
1: dangerous it was,
0: and how it was going to be entrusted to whoever we'd elected as student body president to protect and keep it safe and how we all swore that none of us would go looking for it.
1: Uh, okay, yeah, that, that rings a few bells. Why?
0: Mmm. <laughs> Blake, can you bring the book down to the front office, please? And Camila, when you get a chance, can you come down here too? It looks like we need to find a new hiding spot for the book, since someone just blabbed to the entire school about its whereabouts.
1: Oh, um, oops.
0: Just, what's next?
1: Well, I mean, Blake's already gone through a bunch of other lockers, uh, and most of it's pretty boring stuff, you know. Nobody was hoarding salt or chalk or candles. A bunch of people were hoarding food, most of them not very well. The guy with the bag of rice, I can get on board. The guy with the pile of rotten oranges, uh, no, that, 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 that was not okay. That was not okay. That's not how you hoard food. Oranges are not a hoardable food. Uh Uh-huh. And you know, there there are a whole bunch of textbooks in not great condition, which is probably a bit of concern, mainly for you, honestly. But here we are. Here we are. Well, that wasn't really a surprise. Uh, And then they opened Price's locker, even though I told them not to, because honestly, can you even read? The locker says, danger, keep out on it. My man Price carved that right into the metal. But uh, oh no... They didn't listen, did they? Nobody ever listens to show. So now Price's locker is open, and Blake's assistant is bleeding, and has to go see Kyle in the nurse's office, and they also opened Presley's locker, which doesn't say danger keep out, but it's Presley. That kind of thing should just be assumed, honestly. And now Blake's other assistant is crying, and I can't tell if he's actually physically hurt, or if it's just more of a psychological thing, but either way... He's out of commission, so now it's just me and Blake here, and we kind of went back and forth over whether or not we should open Sid's locker, and then we decided it was better to be safe than sorry, and I went and asked the student council, and they said they looked into it, and Sid and Clarence both had airtight alibis.
0: So, just to be clear, not Clarence as Sid's alibi and Sid as Clarence's, right?
1: What are you, kidding? Sid would never be Clarence's alibi. Sid would throw that kid under the bus so fast his head would spin.
0: Okay, true.
1: Anyway, luckily they both had alibis, so we decided not to look into Sid's locker, and honestly, I'm super relieved. Because have you seen that thing? I'm not a scientist or anything, but I'm pretty sure there's something radioactive in there. There's this spooky green glow, and everyone knows that green is the worst kind of glow, and- so,
0: get to the point.
1: Oh. Anyway, that's it for the updates from Lockerville USA for now, Sammy. I'll report back if you find anything interesting. Thanks, Joe. You are very welcome. Hey, Blake, where are you going, man? I thought we were a team.
0: So, that's happening. All right, it looks like it's time for your suggestion box, North Murphy High, so let me just go get it. Alright, here we go. Suggestion one. It was the demon. The demon did it. The demon killed Bonnie. (sighs) Okay, what have we said about falsely accusing people, guys? It causes more harm than good. There's no use throwing around lies like this. Everyone knows the demon loved Bonnie, and even if it was somehow in question, which, come on, he, she, it, whatever... The demon is clearly devastated. Also, the demon has an alibi. The demon was clearly in attendance at the dance and didn't leave the entire time, remember? It was standing by that bowl of punch that Bonnie helped it make from the water from its water fountain. You know, that big bowl of weird abyss-like black liquid that you could almost see the cosmos in. The one that I clearly labeled Do Not Drink. And several of you ignored that and drank it anyway. Yeah, that. The demon is not on the suspect list. If new information comes to light and that for some reason changes, we will of course let you know. But until and when that happens, stop accusing innocent people. Innocent demons, whatever. It doesn't get us anywhere and honestly, it just slows down the investigation. Alright, suggestion two. Get rid of library fines. <sighs> okay, Devin, I know this isn't in your handwriting, but I'm guessing that since it looks like it's in Mark's, that you somehow convinced him to do this on your behalf. Just so you know, manipulating Mark is a detention-worthy offense. So, please feel free to join Kyle, Hans, Presley, Nada, and Sho in the front office at the end of the day, because once again, You all have detention. Oh, and Price, you come too. I'm pretty sure that booby-trapping your locker is against school policy or something. Alright, suggestion three. Horseshoes. Alright, this has been your suggestion box for today. Okay, it looks like that's it for your announcements, North Murphy High. It is Tuesday, May 4th, and
1: Sammy, can you hear me?
0: Oh, hey, show. Anything urgent to add, or?
1: Well, not so much urgent as puzzling. What? Students of North Murphy High, I call upon your collective wisdom to solve one of the greatest mysteries of our age.
0: Show, are the theatrics really necessary?
1: Always. Now, students and teachers alike, can you fathom any reason? Nay. Nah, nah, nah. Any motivation for Hans's locker to be completely filled with balloon animals? What? Yep. Good ones, too. Seriously? Seriously. We've got elephants, we've got giraffes, there's a beaver, there's even a zebra. How do
0: you know it's a zebra and not a horse?
1: I said they were good balloon animals, Sammy. Anyway, any ideas? Because I've got nothing.
0: Uh, okay, I think that's enough of that.
1: No, seriously, Sammy, I need to know. This is going to bother me.
0: (sighs) Have a good day, North Murphy High. Murphy's End is a Hindsight Podcast production, and new episodes are released every Tuesday. Sammy is voiced by Sarah Eagleson, Hannah is voiced by Krista Seeley, and full credits for the episode can be found at our website, hindsightpodcast.com. While you're there, sign up for our mailing list for news and information about upcoming episodes. You can also find us on Twitter, at MurphyZen. And if you like the show, please leave us a rating review on Apple Podcasts or support us on Patreon. Remember, it's going to be a long year.